We acknowledge that we are on Treaty 6 territory, the gathering grounds of many diverse First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people, whose footsteps have marked this land and whose presence continue to enrich our vibrant community. Hello, welcome back to Research Recasted, the knowledge mobilization podcast. I'm Megan Miskimen, and I'm here with Renette Schaubert, and we are joined by our guest today, Dr. Valerie Wadragu. Dr. Wadragu is an associate professor at McEwen University School of Social Work. She started her journey as a volunteer engaging in the field of youth work in Burkina Faso, which evolved into a more formal education in Germany, and since 2016, a professional accredited career in Canada. On today's episode, Dr. Wadragu will be discussing her research on environmental sustainability and social work, international indigenization and global learning in international social work, and the need for Afrocentric education in Canada. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Dr. Wadragu. Thank you for having me. So, uh, as we mentioned in the intro, it sounds like you have a lot of research on the go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of research and a lot of teaching on the go. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, uh, your, you mentioned here in your, in your bio, um, but can you tell us a little bit more about what brought you towards this research? What, what brought you here? Yeah, for, first of all, I just want also to acknowledge my African ancestors that are in the continent and outside of the continent and for their work uh, to make me possible to be sitting here in Canada and also having opportunity also to be mobile around the world, to share my work and also learn from others. So I think that research to me is kind of uh, being alive. So I, I really love engaging with people experiences but also looking mostly at how people's aspirations can make the world better uh, for changes, but also for maintaining what already is working for them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe let's, let's just go into uh, what, I guess, what attracted you and what made you realize that this was something that you really needed to do, this was something that was important to you. I think it goes back from from how education system is being structured. So we all know that at one time after World War II, uh, we get an organization of society that is mostly centered in what we call all, uh, today and westernized ways of knowing. So, and um, research is part also of acknowledging what people contributions are and. Uh, during my social work journey, and I did my social work curriculum in Germany, I was not only the only African student, but I was also the only one who did have a background of international in terms of uh, knowing where I'm coming from and also knowing the relationship between my country and uh, yeah, Burkina Faso and, for example, the former colony of Burkina Faso, that is France. So that is a background that helped me every time ask myself, if I'm getting a knowledge, how am I going to contribute so the voices of my people and all the people can be centered and heard? So being a student was a struggle because I was not able every time to see and hear the voice of Africans uh, in my curriculum. And I was every time curious around um, 
some of the theories, but also some of the praxis. At one point, I, I was so inquiring and asking, and one of my professors was telling me, so to be able to do that, you need to not only consider a bachelor degree, but consider a master degree and later on a PhD. And I was asking, and why? Then you can do research. And I say, oh, that's interesting. That's how it started. So I, for me, I can do research to open the voice and put the voice of those that I was not able to see to hear. And that was the opportunity. And that is how it started to me uh, when I was in Germany. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That's, that's, a, that's a very interesting story. Yeah. Um, so just because there is, uh, there is so much here, maybe we can start with um, your research on environmental sustainability in social work. Yes. Um, this research is related also to the curriculum of the Bachelor of Social Work at Makiwan. And I must here acknowledge that it's a special curriculum. And I acknowledge also all my colleagues that is working with me at the School of Social Work. So sustainability in terms of environment and social work is not new, but having it in the curriculum and teaching it with the hope that student is going to take it outside of class to go and practice it and use it to better people life, but also better our relationship to environment is one of the key of this research. So what I am looking for in doing this research is trying not to develop theories because these theories already exist, but trying to develop and encourage social workers to use their knowledge in terms of better relationship to environment, connection to environment, but also upholding already existing knowledge that are knowledge that incorporate connection to environment. And I want here to acknowledge um, indigenous ways of knowing. And when I'm talking about indigenous, I'm thinking about those who are recognized by the UN Declaration of Indigenous People, but I'm thinking at all others indigenous communities around the world who really for them living with the nat nature and seeing ourselves as people in connection to nature is the solution to many of the environmental crises that we have. My, my point in, is to look with my student who get the chance to get uh, this course and now are professional outside there in many levels and in many practices of social work to see how they continuing using this knowledge in their practice. So the hope is that maybe in two years, we get a book that will be talking about sustainability practices in social work. That's the key of this research. Yeah, because yeah, when I initially like saw sustainability, the word sustainability, a lot of people think, okay, that's that's mainly just environment and what have you, right? They kind of leave it at that, but it really does go deeper than that. I mean, I know there's sustainability. Um, they're looking more at it and in, including it in curriculum of all uh, all programs here. I know, um, so that's that's really interesting that your research is actually contributing to that. Thank you. Um, and what about what about the the research that you did on indig or international indigenization and global learning? 
So the international indigenization uh, project is is unique in in the fact that this project is developing as I was also connected to a group of scholars and practitioners in social work that um, are indigenous. I mean, recognized by the UN Declaration of Indigenous People, and I'm talking and thinking about indigenous people in Canada, in the United States, in Australia, in New Zealand, but also who recognizing also others, our voices of indigenous, that means all peoples that coming from continent and areas that experience colonialization. So that means it incorporates all the continents. So, and this group of scholars and social work practitioners are meeting every three years to talk about their voices, their indigenous voices in social work. So that John back my story uh, as a student, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for these different perspectives and knowledge and practices that exist there in the world that is not typically every time only westernized, that can be also solution for many things that we are struggling with right now as, as humanity. Then participating to this conference helped me develop my work and looking at how the ways of doing, but also the ways of thinking social work, for example, in Burkina Faso, in my home country, can help us understand better diversity work in westernized society and social work. That's the key of that. So that make me combine what I will say, where I'm coming from is Burkina Faso, my knowledge is combined between Burkina Faso, Germany, where I get my curriculum, and actually Canada, where I am practicing my profession. So these three countries I combine in my vision of looking of international indigenization. So my understanding is that indigenization is itself a movement, but it's also a, a source of knowledge and praxis. Yeah, and I think it's really important, actually, because... A lot of a lot of people explore this, but you have taken it actually to a global level. So you're looking at it like from a perspective of, like you said, you you are uh, involved with um, this group that meets every three years. Um, they they sort of bring back what what you know concerns probably that they've they've noticed in their own communities. Um, yeah, like it's it's a it's on a global scale rather than sort of a, a national scale. Uh, exactly. And I think that's really interesting and that's, that's important. So, yeah. Um, and then just, just your last one here, um, the need for Afrocentric education in Canada. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So to me, I, I knew as a child that I am an African. So I was born on the continent, but I also knew that, um, because of stories, I do have part of my people that are spread somewhere in others' continent, and that is due to slavery. So we learn that in schools, but we learn that in, in particular family stories. An uncle, a nephew, a brother, a sister who went to the market and never come back. So 
our grandparents and uh, their grandparents talk about it. Everyone somewhere, somehow in Africa, have someone somewhere who were unfortunately being uh, taken outside of Africa because of slavery. So as a social worker, this, this profession is so beautiful because it allows you to be who you are by the same time to think about how other people are, are structuring, but also living their lives. And within that, how do we, how do we deal with transition, but also with struggle, uh, without uh, losing the hope and also centering in the well-being? So Afrocentric education is really related to the United States, United Nations. So it's more the United Nations that met in 2013. And based on many work that is being done scientifically, but also done by communities and observation, they realized that people of African descent, that means all those that was being taken outside of Africa, and those who are still living in the continent, remain the group that is still marginalized in our society. Mm -hmm. So, and the United Nations decided to proclaim a decade for people of African descent. And this decade is going from 2015 to 2024. So um, I love history and in, in navigating and looking every time where is my voice, where is the voice of my people in terms of knowledge, but also in terms of engagement. And because since I joined Makiwan, I also engage uh, with others to every year celebrate Black History Month. So I was going through this document and then saw the report um, that is being done by the group in Canada. And I was shocked because I was thinking that we are good set up in Canada in terms of diversity work, having everybody voice. I know that sometimes for social work, we need to work harder to get it, but I was not thinking of others as part of the society. But in this report, unfortunately, Canada was being asked to bring a little bit more recognition, dignity, justice and development done related to people of African descent that we are not doing enough and sometimes even nothing. That's where my inspiration came from. And I said, we need to do something in social work. We need to bring these voices, these knowledges. So this research is really looking at Afrocentric education, but Afrocentricity again as a movement and also as a knowledge that particularly said, we need to center on the Africans and the Africans' experience, the African knowledge, the African history, the African culture, to bring back this dignity to all these people and so we can also advance as humanity. So the point is to look at what do we have in Canada in relationship to all this knowledge how can we take it and bring it in social work education and praxis? So praxis is every time important to me. So once we get it in class, we get it in our heart, in our mind, we need also to 
take it in our doing. So I'm going to look at how we can also transmit this for social workers to be able to center not only people of African descent, but if we are able to center people of African descent, we'll be also able to center all the people that are looking for diversity work to be able to advance or even have a better well-being in terms of looking at social work services. That's the key of this research. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you said a lot of really, uh, you made a lot of important uh, points when you explained that uh, the need for for that here in mm -hmm. Canada, and not only that, but just North America. There's a really large um, African population, you know, and so the need for for that sort of education is is definitely there. Um, and I feel like with all of your all of your research here, um, there's a there's a common theme. And I, I can tell by talking to you, you have a really big heart. And that's probably why you got into social work. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there's a common theme here. Um, it's you, you just want to make sure that everybody's understood and everybody's heard. And uh, there's a need for sort of that, that there's a need for, for globalization due to the diversity that we have here. So I think, yeah, I, I think that your research is, is really important, but I'd like to, I'd like to know why you think is important. Yeah, exactly. It's about everybody being heard, but everybody having a space and a voice. So to me, my research is important because it's the results that I'm getting is not only targeting publications. If I'm talking about practices that it needs to go back to people through the practices. So, and that's make that I think that important to me is that this giving back the research results and also making sure that it effectively help support and bring changes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. You wanna see change come from the research that you've done, you wanna make an impact and so, is there is there anything that that you know of that that you've that you've been able to bring back to your classroom from the research that you've done or any findings that you've been able to connect with the community about um, that you haven't talked about already? So I'm every time bringing um, the environmental sustainability results to my student back in class and. Um, looking back at how this course uh, started, so I from a theories focus to moving more and more to a praxis uh, related course so that uh, bring that student are more and more motivated. And still um, also when they, they get to practice it, they sent me an email. So somewhere, somewhere, I do believe that it's coming. So, and that will be something also that later on I will be trying to capture and put it in a book that can be used by social workers that get this curriculum, but by the same time by social workers who didn't get the chance to get that in their curriculum. So uh, the project, I hope uh, in two years, will be possible to get uh, a book outside there. So in terms of community, I will say not yet, um, but I think that uh, the target for the UN uh, 
people of African descent is that. So uh, the results is not going only to serve as, as social workers at Makiwan, but um, also to go back, uh, outside to, to communities and already identify communities that will be participating to give that these results back and making sure everybody can use it in wherever they are and make sure we can advance and bring more equitable world uh, in terms of services. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be in the future. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this, this stuff takes time. So totally understandable. Exactly. And um, it's also the way I'm doing my research. Um, I'm more a field work uh, research person. So, and in the field, uh, you need also to, to, to observe and listen and incorporate what in the field's uh, voices are telling you. So, and that's make that for sure it's take time, but um, results also will be not taking for longer because you are able uh, to share step by step and later on get something together that can be used uh, later on and again relook. So that's how also I understand research. It's not the end results and it's done. So um, this is a long-term project and that can be also shared and taken by you and other students who will be growing and hopefully one day also replace you as you retire. That's my, my <laughs> view. <So. laughs> Well, and I think it's I, I, looking over your research, I think it's really interesting to to know that you're a social worker by practice. And the research that you've done has been very, very qualitative over quantitative. Um, you use methods like questionnaires and surveys, but you also do field field studies and field observations. So I did notice that that and it makes total sense that as a social worker, you you feel people and you you also need to like you want to understand where they're coming from. And there's no better way to do that than um through quali qualitative methods over quantitative, for sure. Yes, and um, most of the time when we meet as researchers, uh, there is these, those who are for qualitative, quantitative. For me, both, um, we do need both. So that I am able to know and understand that a need for Afrocentric education is important is due also to qualitative research results. And I think that both, um, we need both. And each of us is being drive by the one or the other, but um, both are valuable to me, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a good time to take a short break, uh, but we will be right back, so don't go too far. With Valentine's Day just around the corner, it might be time to start thinking about something sweet. Thankfully, we have one of the most sought-after chocolates available to us right here in the city. If you haven't already heard of them, Jasic Chocolates have won several awards for their delicious creations. So go and try some out for yourself. Jasic is located at 406 Casca Road in Sherwood Park. Hello, we are back here with Dr. Wadragu, who would like to acknowledge some of the students um, that have been involved here at McEwen with her. Yeah, I I wanted to say that doing research is not only um, being isolated. So uh, as a social work educator and as a researcher, uh, 
the most amazing thing that I also wanted to 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 talk about and but also acknowledge is all of the students that um have been and are still involved with me in all my research that I'm doing. So as a research assistant, uh, they also bring mostly sometimes questions that help me kind of relook my own questions, but also they bring others' ways of energy because they are involved in others' ways of lives and bring more inquiries around what and why are you building the questions the way you do it. So rethinking every time help you understand better and capture better what you want to understand. So, and I want to acknowledge these students and I am not going to give names because I didn't ask for their permissions. But once they hear uh, this uh, podcast, they will be knowing um, that I'm thinking of them and that I'm really proud of them. So, and to finalize, I want also to call <laughs> uh, for future uh, social work students to be more involved, but also see research as praxis, as a future that they can embrace. So if they are able to bring uh, curiosity, I want them to know that it's doable. I know that outside there sometimes research is being seen as something abstract, something only when you have a book in your hand, but it's more than that. There is also a little bit sometimes of fun in research, and I think that students uh, need more and more to be curious to come and participate and be involved to look for other avenues of building also their professional path. Yeah, yeah, and and research, I guess, too. Research is is accessible to anybody, really. Anybody who's who's willing to to go that extra mile, like you did, and your heart's in in the right place, and you're willing to put the work in. It's it's accessible. Exactly. Well, um, thank you very much. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add that we maybe haven't touched on today? Maybe I. I need to say thank you to my colleagues and also to my family. Um, so being an educator and being a researcher is not every time easy. I know uh, sometimes there is no weekends and I want to use this opportunity to think about all my family's members that are accepting me as I am and um, loving me as I am, and I want also to recognize all my social work uh, colleagues that are working hard also there to build the future social worker and build them that they can take ethical decision and bring knowledge that is in their heart, but also in their head. So thank you for having me. Absolutely, thank you so much for being here today. Well, that's it for today's episode of Research Recasted. If you think that this podcast can change the world, you can visit Research Recasted on your favorite podcast platform to find new episodes every two weeks. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Research Recasted, where you can leave a like, give us a follow, or send us a message if you have any follow-up questions from today's episode. 
This has been Research Recasted, a knowledge mobilization podcast brought to you by the Office of Research Services and the Faculty of Fine Arts and Communications here at McEwen University. Research Recasted is hosted and produced by Megan Miskiman and Renette Schaubert. Music is by Dylan Cave with sound design and editing by Renette Schaubert with research copy editing and scripting by Megan Miskiman. Our executive producer is Ray Barry.